The Gospel of Luke, Introduction and Chapters 1 through 4 from the 20th Century New Testament. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. A. Carter. www.authenticlight.org. The Twentieth Century New Testament by a company of about twenty scholars. The Gospel of Luke. Introduction and chapters one through four. Introduction. The Gospel according to St. Luke, compiled at an uncertain date later than 60 A.D. The compiler of this Gospel was probably the Luke who also compiled the Acts of the Apostles, and appears in that book as a companion of St. Paul. That Apostle's influence may apparently be traced in the selection of many of the incidents and parables that are peculiar to this record of the life and teaching of Jesus. In addition to the record of the ministry given in the Gospel according to St. Mark, which appears to rest largely on information derived from the Apostle Peter, and the greater part of which is embodied here, this Gospel contains much of the teaching of Jesus which is also recorded in the Gospel according to St. Matthew, as well as a quantity of additional and very important matter. The sources from which this matter was drawn cannot yet be identified with certainty, but the compiler evidently aimed at presenting a more complete picture of the life of Jesus than had hitherto been attempted. His standpoint appears to be that of a converted Gentile writing for his fellow converts. There is nothing to show where this gospel was compiled, though it was probably outside Palestine. It is not clear that it was originally drawn up in its present form, nor can its date be fixed with any certainty. Its compiler is evidently at times translating from the Aramaic language, and at other times writing with greater ease of events of which he had learnt from Greek sources. Apparently he was not himself an eyewitness of the life that he records. The tradition that he was a doctor by profession is to some extent supported by the internal evidence of the Gospel. Chapter 1 To His Excellency Theophilus Many attempts have been already made to draw up an account of those events which have reached their conclusion among us, just as they were reported to us by those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and afterwards became bearers of the message. And therefore I also, since I have investigated all these events with great care from their very beginning, have resolved to write a connected history of them for you, in order that you may be able to satisfy yourself of the accuracy of the story which you have heard from the lips of others. In the reign of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the division called after Abijah. His wife, whose name was Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. They were both righteous people who lived blameless lives, guiding their steps by all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord. But they had no child, Elizabeth being barren, and both of them were advanced in years. One day, when Zechariah was officiating as priest before God during the turn of his division, it fell to him by lot, in accordance with the practice among the priests, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And as it was the hour of incense, the people were all praying outside. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was startled at the sight and was awestruck. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth shall bear you a son, whom you shall call by the name John. 
he shall be to you a joy and a delight and many shall rejoice over his birth for he shall be great in the sight of the lord he shall not drink any wine or strong drink and he shall be filled with the holy spirit from the very hour of his birth and shall reconcile many of the israelites to the lord their god he shall go before him in the spirit and with the power of elijah to reconcile fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous and so make ready for the lord a people prepared for him how can i be sure of this zechariah asked the angel for i am an old man and my wife is advanced in years i am gabriel the angel answered who stand in the presence of god and i have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news and now you shall be silent and unable to speak until the day when this takes place because you did not believe what i said though my words will be fulfilled in due course meanwhile the people were watching for zechariah wondering at his remaining so long in the temple when he came out he was unable to speak to them and they perceived that he had seen a vision there but zechariah kept making signs to them and remained dumb and as soon as his term of service was finished he returned home after this his wife elizabeth expecting to become a mother lived in seclusion for five months this is what the lord has done for me she said now that he has deigned to take away the reproach under which i have been living six months later the angel gabriel was sent from god to a town in galilee called nazareth to a maiden there who was betrothed to a man named joseph a descendant of david her name was mary gabriel came into her presence and said hail you who have been highly favored the lord is with you mary was much disturbed at his words and was wondering to herself what such a greeting could mean when the angel spoke again do not be afraid mary for you have found favor with god and now you shall be with child and give birth to a son and you shall give him the name jesus the child shall be great and shall be called son of the most high and the lord god will give him the throne of his ancestor david and he shall reign over the descendants of jacob forever and to his kingdom there shall be no end how can this be mary asked the angel for i have no husband the holy spirit shall descend upon you answered the angel and the power of the most high shall overshadow you and therefore the child will be called holy and son of god and elizabeth your cousin is herself also expecting a son in her old age and it is now the sixth month with her though she is called barren for no promise from god shall fail to be fulfilled i am the servant of the lord exclaimed mary let it be with me as you have said then the angel left her soon after this mary set out and made her way quickly into the hill country to a town in judah and there she went into zechariah's house and greeted elizabeth when elizabeth heard mary's greeting the child moved within her and elizabeth herself was filled with the holy spirit and cried aloud blessed are you among women and blessed is your unborn child but how have i this honor that the mother of my lord should come to me for as soon as your greeting reached my ears the child moved within me with delight happy indeed is she who believed that the promise which she received from the lord would be fulfilled and mary said my soul exalts the lord my spirit delights in god my saviour 
for he has remembered his servant in her lowliness, and from this hour all ages will count me happy. Great things has the Almighty done for me, and holy is his name. From age to age his mercy rests on those who reverence him. Mighty are the deeds of his arm. He scatters the proud with their own devices. He casts down princes from their thrones, and the lowly he uplifts. The hungry he loads with gifts, and the rich he sends empty away. He has stretched out his hand to his servant Israel, ever mindful of his mercy, as he promised to our forefathers, for Abraham and his race for ever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months, and then returned to her home. When Elizabeth's time came, she gave birth to a son, and her neighbors and relations, hearing of the great goodness of the Lord to her, came to share her joy. A week later they met to circumcise the child, and were about to call him Zechariah after his father, when his mother interposed. No, he is to be called John. You have no relation of that name, they exclaimed, and they made signs to the child's father to find out what he wished the child to be called. Asking for a writing tablet, he wrote the words, His name is John. Everyone was surprised, and immediately Zechariah recovered his voice and the use of his tongue, and began to bless God. All their neighbors were awestruck at this, and throughout the hill country of Judah the whole story was much talked about, and all who heard it kept it in mind, asking one another, What can this child be destined to become? For the power of the Lord was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit, and speaking under inspiration said, Blessed is the Lord, the God of Israel, who has visited his people and wrought their deliverance, and has raised up for us the strength of our salvation in the house of his servant David. As he promised, by the lips of his holy prophets of old, salvation from our enemies and from the hands of all that hate us, showing mercy to our forefathers, and mindful of his sacred covenant. This was the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham, that we should be rescued from the hands of our enemies, and should serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, in his presence all our days. And thou, child, shalt be called prophet of the Most High, for thou shalt go before the Lord to make ready his way, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation in the forgiveness of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dawn will break on us from heaven, to give light to those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and guide our feet into the way of peace. The child grew, and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilds till the time came for his appearance before Israel. Chapter 2 About that time an edict was issued by the Emperor Augustus that a census should be taken of the whole empire. This was the first census taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and every one went to his own town to be registered. Among others, Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Bethlehem, the town of David in Judea, because he belonged to the family and house of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was about to become a mother. While they were there, her time came, and she gave birth to her first child, a son. And because there was no room for them in the inn, she swathed him round and laid him in a manger. In the same countryside were shepherds out in the open fields, watching their flocks that night, when an angel of the Lord suddenly stood by them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, 
and they were seized with fear. Have no fear, the angel said, for I bring you good news of a great joy in store for all the nation. This day there has been born to you in the town of David a Saviour, who is Christ and Lord, and this shall be the sign for you. You will find the infant swathed and lying in a manger. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and singing, Glory to God on high, and on earth peace among men in whom he finds pleasure. Now when the angels had left them and gone back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go at once to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, of which the Lord has told us. So they went quickly, and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they told of all that had been said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds were astonished at their story, while Mary treasured up all that they said and dwelt upon it in her thoughts. And the shepherds went back, giving glory and praise to God for all that they had seen and heard, as it had been told them. Eight days after the birth of the child, when it was time to circumcise him, he received the name Jesus, the name given him by the angel before his conception. When the period of purification of mother and child, enjoined by the law of Moses, came to an end, his parents took the child up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, in compliance with the law of the Lord, that every firstborn male shall be dedicated to the Lord, and also to offer the sacrifice enjoined in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. There was at that time in Jerusalem a man named Simeon, a righteous and devout man who lived in constant expectation of the consolation of Israel and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not die until he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon himself took the child in his arms and blessed God, and said, now, Lord, thou wilt let thy servant go, according to thy word, in peace. For my eyes have seen the salvation which thou hast prepared in the sight of all nations, a light to bring light to the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. While the child's father and mother were wondering at what he said about him, Simeon gave them his blessing and said to Mary, the child's mother, This child, is appointed to be the cause of the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign much spoken against. Yes, the sword will pierce your own heart, and so the thoughts of many minds will be disclosed. There was also a prophetess named Hannah, a daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was far advanced in years, having lived with her husband for seven years after marriage, and then a widow till she had reached the age of eighty-four. She never left the temple courts, fasting and praying worshipped God night and day. At that moment she came up and began publicly to thank God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the deliverance of Jerusalem. When the child's parents had done everything enjoined by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong and wise, and the blessing of God was upon him. Every year, the child's parents used to go to Jerusalem at the Passover festival. When Jesus was twelve years old, they went according to custom to Jerusalem and had finished their visit. But when they started to return, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem without their knowing it. 
thinking that he was with their fellow travellers they went one day's journey before searching for him among their relations and acquaintances and then as they did not find him they returned to jerusalem searching everywhere for him it was not till the third day that they found him in the temple courts sitting among the teachers now listening to them now asking them questions all who listened to him marveled at his intelligence and his answers his parents were amazed when they saw him and his mother said to him my child why have you treated us like this your father and i have been searching for you in great distress what made you search for me he answered did you not know that i must be in my father's house his parents did not understand what he meant however he went down with them to nazareth and submitted himself to their control and his mother treasured all that was said in her heart and jesus grew in wisdom as he grew in years and gained the blessing of god and men chapter three in the fifteenth year of the reign of the emperor tiberius when pontius pilate was governor of judea herod ruler of galilee his brother philip ruler of the territory comprising iteria and trachonitis and lysanias ruler of abilene and when annas and caiaphas were high priests a command from god came to john the son of zechariah while he was in the wilderness and john went through the whole district of the jordan proclaiming a baptism upon repentance for the forgiveness of sins this was in fulfillment of what was said in the writings of the prophet isaiah the voice of one crying aloud in the wilderness make ready the way of the lord make his paths straight every chasm shall be filled every mountain and hill shall be leveled the winding ways shall be straightened the rough roads made smooth and all mankind shall see the salvation of god and john said to the crowds that went to be baptized by him you brood of vipers who has prompted you to seek refuge from the coming judgment let your lives then prove your repentance and do not begin to say among yourselves abraham is our ancestor for i tell you that out of these very stones god is able to raise descendants for abraham already indeed the axe is lying at the root of the trees therefore every tree that fails to bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire what are we to do then the people asked let the man who has two coats answered john share with him who has none and the man who has food do the same even tax gatherers came to be baptized and said to john teacher what are we to do do not collect more than you have authority to demand john answered and when some soldiers on active service asked and we what are we to do he said never use violence or exact anything by false accusation and be content with your pay then while the people were in suspense and were all debating with themselves whether john could be the christ john addressing them all said i indeed baptize you with water but there is coming one more powerful than i and i am not fit even to unfasten his sandals he will baptize you with the holy spirit and with fire his winnowing fan is in his hand that he may clear his threshing floor and store the grain in his barn but the chaff he will burn with inextinguishable fire and so with many different exhortations john told his good news to the people but prince herod being rebuked by john respecting herodias the wife of herod's brother and for all the evil things that he had done crowned them all by shutting john up in prison now after the baptism of all the people and when jesus had been baptized and was still praying the heavens opened 
and the Holy Spirit descended in a visible form like a dove upon him, and from the heavens came a voice, Thou art my Son, the Beloved, in Thee I delight. When beginning his work, Jesus was about thirty years old. He was regarded as the son of Joseph, whose ancestors were Eli, Matith, Levi, Melchiah, Jana, Joseph, Metathiah, Amos, Nahum, Azaliah, Noga, Matith, Matathiah, Shimei, Joseph, Josheh, Johanan, Chresa, Zerubbabel, Shealtiel, Neriah, Melchiah, Adi, Kosam, Elmadam, Ur, Joshua, Eleazar, Joram, Matith, Levi, Simeon, Judah, Joseph, Jonam, Eliakim, Malaya, Menon, Matathiah, Nathan, David, Jesse, Obed, Boaz, Salah, Nashon, Aminadab, Arnai, Hezron, Perez, Judah, Jacob, Isaac, Abraham, Terah, Nahor, Serug, Reu, Peleg, Eber, Shelah, Kenan, Arphaxad, Shem, Noah, Lamech, Methuselah, Enoch, Jared, Mahalel, Kenan, Enosh, Seth, and Adam, the son of God. Chapter 4 On returning from the Jordan, full of the Holy Spirit, Jesus was led by the power of the Spirit through the wilderness for forty days, tempted by the devil. All that time he ate nothing, and when it was over, he became hungry. So the devil said to him, If you are God's son, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. And Jesus answered him, Scripture says, It is not on bread alone that man is to live. And the devil led Jesus up, and showing him in a single moment all the kingdoms of the world, said to him, I will give you all this power and the splendor of them, for it has been given into my hands, and I give it to whom I wish. If you therefore will do homage before me, it shall all be yours. And Jesus answered him, Scripture says, Thou shalt do homage to the Lord thy God, and worship him only. The devil next led him into Jerusalem, and placing him on the parapet of the temple, said, If you are God's son, throw yourself down from here. For Scripture says, He will give his angels commands about thee to guard thee safely, and on their hands they will upbear thee, lest ever thou shouldst strike thy foot against a stone. But Jesus answered him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. When he had tried every kind of temptation, the devil left Jesus till another opportunity. Moved by the power of the Spirit, Jesus returned to Galilee. Reports about him spread through all that neighborhood, and he began to teach in their synagogues, and was honored by everyone. Coming to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, Jesus, as was his custom, went on the Sabbath into the synagogue, and stood up to read the scriptures. The book given him was that of the prophet Isaiah, and Jesus opened the book, and found the place where it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has consecrated me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to captives, and restoration of sight to the blind, 
to set the oppressed at liberty, to proclaim the accepted year of the Lord. Then, closing the book and returning it to the attendant, he sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed upon him, and Jesus began, This very day this passage has been fulfilled in your hearing. All who were present spoke well of him, and were astonished at the beautiful words that fell from his lips. Is not he Joseph's son? they asked. Doubtless, said Jesus, you will remind me of the saying, Doctor, cure yourself. And you will say, Do here in your own country all that we have heard has been done at Capernaum. I tell you, he continued, that no prophet is acceptable in his own country. There were doubtless many widows in Israel in Elijah's days, when the heavens were closed for three years and six months, and a severe famine prevailed throughout the country, and yet it was not to one of them that Elijah was sent, but to a widow at Zarephath in Sidonia. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elisha, yet it was not one of them who was made clean, but Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue, as they listened to this, became enraged. Starting up, they drove Jesus out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town stood, intending to hurl him down. But he passed through the middle of the crowd, and went on his way. Then Jesus went down to Capernaum, a city in Galilee. On the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching, because his words were spoken with authority. In the synagogue there was a man with the spirit of a foul demon in him, who called out loudly, Stop! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked the demon. Be silent. Come out of him, he said. The demon flung the man down in the middle of the people, and then came out of him without causing him further harm. And they were all lost in amazement, and kept saying to one another, What words are these? For he gives his commands to the foul spirits with a marvelous authority, and they come out. And rumors about Jesus traveled through every place in the neighborhood. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus went into Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a severe attack of fever, and they asked Jesus to cure her. Bending over her, he rebuked the fever. The fever left her, and she immediately got up and began to wait upon them. At sunset, all who had friends suffering from various diseases took them to Jesus, and he placed his hands upon every one of them, and cured them. And even demons came out from many people, screaming, You are the Son of God! Jesus rebuked them, and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus went out and walked to a lonely spot. But crowds of people began to look for him, and they came to where he was, and tried to detain him and prevent his leaving them. Jesus, however, said to them, I must take the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, for that was why I was sent. And he continued to make his proclamation in the synagogues of Judea. End of Introduction and Chapters 1 through 4